You may kill me, but you may never insult me. Who am I? I'm Kevin Jack Sparrow. Get the truth about movies on the movie show. If he were telling the truth, he wouldn't have told us. <laughs> Tell them, Sparrow! Unless, of course, he knew you wouldn't believe the truth, even if he told it. Mm-hmm. Hello? Joey, it's Ross. I need some help. Help has come your way because you are listening to the movie show. What's up? What's up? This is the movie show on Active FM. I'm Sarah, she's Ryan. And we're getting straight into the show because we have a lot to talk about. Quentin Tarantino. Yes, I repeat. Quentin Tarantino you know the way you said is... That, rep- I saw the headline come up. Quentin Tarantino <laughs> in yellow. No, the, Quentin the spinning, Tarantino. You know the spinning newspaper? Yeah, 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 spins yeah. In and then yeah. Got it. Quentin Tarantino is to release his first TV series. No early 2023. Flipping way. No way. Yes way. Quentin Tarantino is coming True. again. Fact. I feel like this was a... Because he was out here like, guys, I'm only making 10 films, which he's still stuck to. And he's made nine so far. So he's only got one left. And he's still saying he's not making more than 10. Like Mm. he said it. But now he's like, you know what? Just before my 10th film, I'll slip in a TV series. (laughs) Season one, TV series. Uh, Done. Tricky, Naughty, Mm. naughty. Quentin Tarantino is known for, yeah. No, but he's actually, so even though the last time we received a film from him, I think was 2019. Or twi- no, 2019. That's when Once Upon a Time in I Hollywood feel came like out. Just 2019. Yeah. So even though that was the last time he released his his film, it's not like he's been doing nothing. He's actually currently living in Israel. So what happened was he married an Israeli singer, and then went to Israel. But he was supposed to live in Israel and then also go back to where does he stay now? Somewhere in America. He mentioned the the city. I just can't remember. But what ended up happening was when COVID hit, he was in Israel and then lockdowns happened and all of that so he actually got stuck in israel so that's why he's been there so he wasn't actually planning to stay in israel but due to COVID, he then he he stayed he stayed there but he now has a son his son's name is leo and he stated he did not name his son after leonardo dicaprio they liked the name leo but yeah they were like if you want to say that we named our son after leo Leonardo dicaprio fine was he there for his wife or did he meet his wife no i think he met his wife and then they decided they were gonna because i think she's from israel as far as i understand so they were gonna like share time yeah and then but then while they were in israel lockdown happened Mm. and yeah so that is what happened but this series that Quentin Tarantino um, said he's going to make, apparently it's prim- premiering in early 2023, which means they've been filming it. suppose we never really know when they're filming stuff. And it says that the director says it will have eight episodes. So it's, it will be an eight episode long series, but no, he hasn't, he's kept all further details under wraps and hasn't, he's currently promoting his book, Cinema Speculation. So he's been out on a book tour and I think that's when he announced that he's making an eight uh, s- part series. Yeah. And that's where everybody's like, what? He's got a book. He's got more than one book. He's got more than one book. If yeah. you don't know, he's got many books. Like literally go and Google his name. And then you'll see under the titles there, I think it's uh, news, videos, images, and you'll see books. And when you click on books, you, you just see. Yeah, no, he's got a lot of books. He really does have a lot of books. <laughs> so his latest book is called Cinema Speculation. The previous book he wrote is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the novel. Right? I know you're like, what? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was a film. Yes, it was. So what happened was, back in the day, in the good old days, when films were 
super amazing. Nowadays, films are they are still amazing. They are still amazing, but just a few of them. Yeah. So, but, I, it, but they they can't all be amazing. Because no, if they were true. all amazing, then they would all be. Yeah. But like I'm talking about back in the day when yeah. like you didn't have streaming si- services, you didn't even have satellite. Ma- did you have satellite cable I think TV? Satellite and cable's been around for centuries. So uh, uh, okay, yeah, that's yeah. true. But like it was very yeah. Mm. Th- you had to mainly go to the cinema, or you went to like a video store and then hired a a video tape mm. and then watched the movie. But they used to have. I'm sure they still have them. But these these racks of books, and then you'd have the anime rack, and you'd have like a whole lot of different racks, and then you'd have the the film novels they actually are like film novels so basically Wait, what when you say racks are we talking about books or are we talking about the video store like we're like like book at shops you'd have like book racks so you have like the anime rack and then you okay could the, got and you, then got yeah you. you'd have the the film film novel books right and quentin tarantino explained that what these novels so what they used to do was they would release the film but at the same time they would release the novel and it was often used as a like distribution or uh, advertising technique and he actually has said there's a there's a quite a few films where he's read the novel and hasn't actually watched the film yet and he said in some cases the novels are actually better than the film so one one film he was explaining was so the screenwriter they 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 did the film and he wasn't happy with how the film turned out so what he did was he then released the novel and that was like the perfect like form of that story was in in the novel he said even sometimes when reading the novel the main character in the film is not the main character in the novel yeah so literally often i think screenwriters would do it like are they just doing that to get us to get the book as well no i think they would do it if like the film didn't suit their vision like if it was a really if, if it was a disappointment because in most cases the screenwriter is not the filmmaker and they don't get to choose the actors and unless they have rights so that's what happened with the first percy jackson series that's why it was such a big flop because the author sold all of the rights so he had no say over the project and as a result it completely flopped now they're remaking the percy jackson but the 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 author has like full rights over the over the, hmm. the project, yeah. So the screenwriters, wow. what they would do is they would write the novel and then release the novel and that was like the perfect version of that story. So then the interviewer still asked Quentin Tarantino, but you wrote the screenplay of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and you directed it. So are you saying that you are not happy with how you... So he said, no, that wasn't the reason he made the novel. The reason he made the novel was because he had so much content and he couldn't obviously fit it into like a two-hour film. So what he did was he took that and put it into the novel. So if you read the novel, you're not actually... It's not like you're just reading what you've watched. You actually are getting more... You're going more into like the, the screenwriter who is the world builder you're, you're going more into to their vision and you because he said like you filmmaking is about world building each film there's a world that's been built maybe it's a realistic world so you're you're setting it based on like current affairs like realistic times other times you're on another planet other times you're in a different century do you understand so yeah. every single film that you watch there's been a world has been created and mm. the filmmakers will have they have more material than what you see on screen because in order to get their vision across, they've had to think of all those things. So what Quentin said was um, a lot of that went into into the novel Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And then also he wanted to, like, so when he, when he decided, you know what, I want to create one of these novels um, because, like, he, he said that, 
that specific film, I can't remember the film now, but the screenwriter said he actually wrote the novel for that one person that would get the story that where it wasn't made like that in the film. And Quentin Tarantino literally said he was that one person. Like when he heard that screenwriter say that, he was like, I am that one person. Mm. So I think he, he did it for the... Because Quentin Tarantino is a lover of film. Yeah. He really, really is a lover yeah, of film. Is. So I think he, he did it for that. And he actually was going to do it with Reservoir Dogs. He thought of doing it with Reservoir Dogs. But then he decided to switch it to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm. Yeah. I personally would mm. be very interested in reading his, especially the cinema speculation. So what do you, is it almost like you can have alternative stories yes. around the same, same sort yeah. of, uh, so, well, like outcomes or characters yeah. uh, playing different parts? So in other words, you've got different versions of the story. Are those novels long? Do you think those novels no, are I long? No, I don't think they're long. Well, his novel, it didn't look long. It looked, the book I suppose looked, I don't know what the text was inside or the font size, but the, look was a, the book was about that big. The one thing you said now was that if they have to cut the, fo- e.g., if they have yeah. to cut the film down, then they can give sort of like the full story mm. within the novel. So that means those novels, could, I mean, probably not like Lord of the Rings. No, but I mean, but maybe it's do you know that, do you know how much content was left out of Lord of the Rings? As in, I'm talking chapters. Mm. So I watched Lord of the Rings and then I read mm. the books. And I was like, at one point, I was just like, this wasn't in the movies. Like literally, because it's so much easier, obviously, to write a book. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And you can fit a lot in a book. That's why it's very difficult to adapt a, fi- a book to a film. And you have to leave stuff out. Mm. So I think they also release it so that you can go and... Yeah. I'm actually extremely, extremely... Um, interested to see how the book is actually written because mm. obviously now i'm sure you know if, if you read a script it's probably you know you got uh, narrator narrates and then the line and then this character says this if you've ever looked at the format of a script where this is probably told within a storyline yeah. right and then she walked over found the bench empty that once filled her heart with <laughs> such warmth and sitting down there thinking to herself that, and you could probably sit there and be like, oh yeah, I remember this part. But it's more, so, I mean, that's what a novel is, isn't it? Yeah. A novel is told in like narration mm. type of format. Yeah, I think that must, formats, yeah. I think that must be so cool. Mm-hmm. I would totally try one of these, you know. And unfortunately, they don't do that anymore. Like yeah. that's something we don't like. I was like, mm. wow, that's so cool. They used to release the mm. books of the movie. <laughs> now they don't do that anymore. Now it's just like... Yeah. The movie. The movie. There you go. And the series. Yeah. So going back to the TV series. So Quentin Tarantino, we said this is his first TV series. His TV experience, though, it's not the first time he's been involved in a TV series. Yeah. However, his experience is limited. So it includes he's directed an episode of ER in 1995. And he directed two episodes of CSI. I was like, oh, that's so cool. That in was the one where all the blood kept coming I out. I want to go find those episodes. I'm going to go find those two episodes of CSI that I'm Quentin Tarantino. I'm pretty sure if you Google it, you'll find you'll it be able to find it yeah and then he also portrayed a character in alias that was between 2002 and 2004 so he actually acted in a series and then um he also revealed um that he had written a play before completing his 29 film once upon a time in hollywood so obviously that's why he was able to go into it but then also over the years the director helmed episodes of from dust till dawn the series Mm. csi and er while also playing a character so that's his tv experience but he's never actually directed an entire limited series for tv so this is the first project that he has had like experience in 
So like The Hateful Eight, he mm-hmm. worked with, because Netflix is going to, I, I think that's going to be released mm-hmm. on Netflix. Um, and he's worked with Netflix before for The Hateful Eight. I don't know if you remember when we did that show, we actually mentioned that it's no longer on Netflix, but they split The Hateful Eight up into four episodes. So you could watch The Hateful Eight on Netflix, but not as the film. You'd watch it as a four episode yeah. series. So he has worked with Netflix before mm-hmm. and now he's going to go and make a, an eight episodic yeah. series. I'm pretty sure because... Even if he was directing CSI or whatever uh, ER, that that's not much of his influence. He's probably reading the script and saying, "Okay, this is how they want you to, you know, just yeah. help the characters to sort of." I mean, they're really in character. That's and the character is based on the previous director or the producer, whoever did that. Yeah. Where now with him doing a, an actual series means that it's 100 percent his yeah. influence. Yes, the character From that he created, finish, the yeah. way that that character. And we and know Quentin Tarantino, if he directs something, most of the things he directs, he wrote. In fact, all of yeah. the movies he directed, he wrote. And I mean, yeah. uh, he said he'd worked on the, the, the story before. So this mm. will be uh, a Quentin Tarantino. And if you're thinking, but what if this is his 10th film? He has stated that his 10th film will not be something that will, will be released on streaming sites because he's a big lover of cinema. Mm. And so his 10th film will be something that goes to cinema. So this isn't his 10th film. It's not like, oh, his 10th film was a series. He's making the series and then he'll still make his his 10th film. Um, in 2020, he mentioned that he wanted to cap off his film career with a mic drop movie with ideas including Kill Bill 3. But I feel like they mustn't do that because he killed, she, she killed Bill. Yeah. Like there's no long, Bill's dead. You know, like why would you make Kill Bill 3 when Bill is comes gone? Back. Yeah. Or a straight spaghetti western. But I feel like he's sort of done that as well with Django. Or a horror film. Now that, I must be honest, I feel like because Quentin Tarantino has stated he's a big fan of horror movies, but he's never made one. Do you understand what I'm saying? Not that I, but I feel, I don't think I want him to make a horror film, but I feel like he could go that route well, because it's his last, it. nah, <laughs> his last one. Horror movies Yeah. So that, that's what he possibly has, mm. but he hasn't, he hasn't said anything yeah and then this is what he this is a direct quote from quentin tarantino he said i don't believe you should stay on stage until people are begging you to get off so he said i like the idea of leaving them wanting a bit more i do think directing is a young man's game and i like the idea of an um umbilical cord connection from my first to my last movie so he's definitely yeah he's definitely not going to continue after his 10th film he also said i'm not trying to ridicule anyone who thinks differently but i want to go out while i'm still hard i like that i will leave a 10 film filmography and so i've got this was when he still had two more films he said so i've got two more to go after this yeah so that is that is what but now just to end off right so quentin tarantino actually has got a lot of abandoned projects oh really yeah so originally star trek (laughs) tarantino was attached to star trek in december 2017 but then yeah it was pitched to he he apparently pitched a great idea to jj abrams um but then that that fell through it probably would have been a star wars and um some slasher type of yeah which would have been very interesting to see because like he hasn't ever done anything mm. like Star Trek before. He's never done anything futuristic. Yeah. Hey. No, he hasn't. Yeah. It's 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 always the yeah. Yeah. Something far out west kind of film. Mm. Mm. Very li- and very um in the film industry, like often his films 
somehow have the film industry involved in do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Also, Kill Bill Volume 3. So, <laughs> he wanted to do a Kill Bill Volume 3, uh. but then he he didn't. Yeah. And also, I don't think Uma Thurman maybe wanted to go ahead with it. Because she was also, she was a big part mm. in the whole idea of Kill Bill. Then this one we did mention, so Double V Vega. So, that was a film between Vince, um, Vic, sorry, and Vincent Vega, who were the Vega brothers from... Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction. Yeah. So it was uh, John Travolta's character mm. and Michael, what was his name? Madsen. But then they both, the, the two actors got too old and so they didn't. This is interesting. Casino Royale. That's James Bond. Yeah. So he, he was almost going to be involved in a James Bond. I'm like, oh man, imagine a James Bond, Quentin Tarantino. For yeah. That, that but then he would have had to write the whole script and... Yeah, that's a, the thing. To be a complete, like, f like real Tarantino Qu yeah, touch. Yeah, Quentin Tarantino touch up. This one, I, I, I don't know how I feel about it. So he was going to do The Man from Uncle. Now, The Man from Uncle was actually directed by Guy Ritchie. Mm. And I think Guy Ritchie did a brilliant job with it. Yeah. And I like Guy Ritchie's films as well. Like, for me, Guy Ritchie and Quentin Tarantino are very different in style. But they're so good. Like, I love both of their films. So I'm glad that Guy Ritchie did it. And I don't know. I don't know if... I, do you understand what I'm saying? I think it would have still been good, but it wouldn't... It would be a different... Yeah. But I mean, if you think about it, uh, you could have changed the director for Man from Uncle and you would have had a whole lot of different... That's the thing. ...touches and versions so if, of So if it. they both made it, I feel like mm. it would have been two very different films. Mm. My, uh, Henry Cavill was still in, in The Man from Uncle. Yeah, that's right. That was a good film. Mm. It was a very good film. And he had his American voice in there. Right? You did, eh? Wasn't he British? Did he? I can't remember. I should go watch it mm. again. Yeah. And then the last one is Killer Crow. So in 2012, Tarantino was planning on his next film being the third movie in the Django um, trilogy called Killer Crow. It would be a World War II movie centered on an African-American soldier. Yeah. And then this African-American soldier was out for revenge. They'd kill a bunch of white soldiers and white officers on a military base um, just outside of Switzerland. But then... I feel like that's got the... Um the hate for eight touch yeah to it. and i think he mm. after instead of making that he went on to mm. make the hateful eight nice. i'm uh, interested to see what his his tenth film is gonna be, be it's gotta be completely different and i feel like it has to be the the best like he did a very mm. good job with once upon mm. a time in hollywood i think that's quite a hard choice for him to make because um it's your last one i mean how, how I'm, I'm sure you sit there and you're like what do i make is this good enough I don't know if this is good enough. Okay, let's improve on. No, I don't know. It's not good enough. Wait, okay, that's too much. Is it too much? Is it too much? No, is it too little? I don't know. Is this, is this going to work? You know? Yeah. So I think it's... Unless he's just like... He's got it. He's like, nope, this is it. Maybe he's got the script He's already. probably got the script because like... Mm. And he's probably got the story because knowing him, he like... Which mm. script did he work 10 years on? There was a script he worked for on... For, he worked on the script for 10 whole years of his mm. life. One script. Sectic man. <laughs> Wasn't it Kill Bill? That's why I split it into two. I don't know. I can't remember. But I must be interested. I'm I'm very interested to find out who who has been casted into his series. Mm. Like, is it the... Because no he normally works with the same actors. That's right. He'll have Samuel L. Jackson, Leonardo mm. DiCaprio, Brad Pitt. Like, there's the same group of actors. Yeah. So I'm interested to see who he's picked. And I mean, a lot, a lot of those actors aren't normally in series. Mm. So... 
it will be quite interesting to. I would yeah. love it if Leonardo DiCaprio was is in, in it. There. Yeah. So as soon as we have more news available, we yeah. will be sharing that. But currently, mm. all we know is it's eight episodes. But that will be something nice to look forward to in 2023, if it comes out in 2023. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully on uh, on Netflix. I yeah. think. I think <laughs> it is Netflix. Mm. I think he because he's worked yeah. with Netflix before, yeah. and Netflix. I mean, Netflix is doing the most with series mm. at the moment. Like they're and movies. Yeah. Very well. Yeah. Yeah. Look, he's he's 59 now. Uh, born in 1963, so. Yeah, there we go. So if you want to read one of Quentin Tarantino's books, they are on the internet. <laughs> go find them. Yeah. So this has been the movie show on your favorite ORSPS. Peace. See you guys next week. Radio has never been better, baby. This is Active FM. Go to www.activefm.co.za for more.